never had this many people here at this hour of the morning, so I commend you for being here and being here early and on time. And those of you that are in sections where there are seats in between you, if it would really help us if you scoot into the center of your section because we're going to have people coming in over the next 10 minutes and we want to be able to seat them quickly from the outside into that section. That would help us a lot. I want to welcome all those watching online. This is our only service today, 9 o'clock. We have a meal to follow. I had a flashback as I arrived this morning at 7 a.m. I get out of my car and I smell smoke. Well, my immediate flashback was I'm back in Uganda because in Uganda they cook outside and so you smell smoke everywhere. But then I smelled again and it was that good barbecue kind of smoke, you know, that you're smelling right now. And then it's like, that did not remind me of Uganda. <laughs> but you guys are in for a great day. Uh, it's been fun to just see the body working out there by doing their part, chipping in. And uh, today our theme is celebrating Jesus and His people. We're celebrating Jesus because He's the Savior of the world. He's our Lord. He's our God. He shed His blood for us. He's our Redeemer. He's the Alpha, the Omega. And we celebrate His people, the body of Christ. You and I are a part of the body of Christ if you are in Christ today and born again through His blood. And we're different parts but same body. And it's fun to see those different parts functioning even right now as I speak. We'll uh, have worship today. We're going to have open mic sharing, so be praying about what you might share that would encourage others. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. If you have not already downloaded our app, make sure you download our mobile app. Uh, many of you use that to register for today, and that was helpful. By the way, uh, of the people who registered today to help us kind of get a head count, 15 different zip codes were represented. So that just shows how people are coming to Living Hope from all over the area, and we are giving thanks to God for that. Let me pray for us, and then Jonathan's going to come up and honor our high school graduates. Father, we thank you and we praise you today that you are our God. Father, that you love us. Jesus, that you died for us. Holy Spirit, that you live inside of us. And we give praise and honor to you. We commit this service to you and the whole day. Thank you for holding off the rain until later. And we just uh, ask that your spirit be free to move among us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, y'all. I'm Jonathan. I am the youth director here. So if you have any kids, sixth grade or older, stopping at 12th grade, send them to me, and I'll try to keep them in line. It's difficult, though, but sometimes you do a good job. If you are a senior in high school and graduating, could y'all come up here? Right over here. We've got several of y'all, and we want to honor you. Anyone missing? Oh, good. So I really have been, y'all, it is so much fun helping these teenagers turn into adults and uh, watching them grow spiritually. It has been so much fun. Cooper, I remember the first time he came, he thought I was just some um, energetic redneck. I think that's how he responded. And I was like, come back. You're going to have a good time. You got to come back. And he's like, and he has, oh man, he has matured so much in the time that he's been there. You can ask his parents. We got Maxine. She's been here a little over a year, year. Maxine was, uh, she still is quiet, but she was really quiet then. And she has grown a lot spiritually too and been a great blessing to the youth group. We're going to miss her. Tanner came because he had the unfortunate uh, friendship with Cooper and was dragged here from time to time. But Tanner is 
He's not really loud, but you know when he's in the room. And he has been a really good addition to the youth group, and I've enjoyed watching him grow as well. And he's got some funny stories. Jackson was my neighbor for years. No, months. And I never spoke to him. Ever. And then we moved, and Ashley was friends with his mom, and, and then her mom's like, his mom's like, well, we got to get these kids in a youth group somewhere. I never even invited them. It was such a bad job on my part as a youth director. And now Jackson's like one of the key players in the youth group. Well, was. Now he's graduating. But he has been, y'all, the amount of maturity we've seen grow over here. And then Vivian, I haven't got a lot of time with her, but she helps around the church a lot, and she's, from what I understand, really great. <laughs> So we, we want to honor y'all. Thank y'all so much for the time and effort that y'all put in, not just into this church, but into your Lord and Savior Jesus and being a good example to the younger youth that we have. I'm really proud of y'all. And uh, please keep coming back here and staying connected with us. Love y'all. All right, get off. Hold on, wait. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're going to pray over these seniors, graduating seniors, soon to be freshmen. Holy Spirit, we ask you to rest on the shoulders of these young adults everywhere that they go. Lord, we ask for an extra blessing and anointing for them to be able to persevere as they step out into a new world that's going to be filled with distractions. And filled with things to take their eyes off you, Lord, we ask for an extended double portion of grace to help them stay focused and aligned in you, Lord. And I pray for them to be shining lights in the darkness as they go out. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right, we're going to stand together and begin our worship time by reciting the Apostles' Creed. Great day to remember that we're one body here, but we're a part of the body universal. Christians in China, Ethiopia, Indonesia, Zambia, Uganda, all over, that have placed their faith and trust in Christ. This is a creed that was written by the early church so that we remind ourselves of the essentials of the faith. And we're going to say this boldly and out loud together. Here we go. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. The third day He rose from the dead, He ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence He shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Jesus, a hand clap. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap. Yeah, I mean, we're excited today, right? Scripture says, um, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercies endure forever. It says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercies endure forever. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Somebody thank say, you thank, you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank God.
Finding a place to hide this wheels oh, This bag of bones and I tried with all my mind But I just can't win the fight I'm slowly drifting A vagabond Just when I ran out of road, I met a man I didn't know. He told me that I was not alone. He picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my feet on solid ground. I think the master, I think the savior, because he healed my heart, he changed my life. Get up, 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 get up,
something powerful about being in God's presence. I want to testify a little bit. Today we're going to testify. So I want to, I want to testify first, if that's all right. I want to take first on this one, Pastor. God's been good to me this week. And I want to share that. I want to share it. So, so, so this week, I had a couple of procedures done. Um, I had a root canal done on Tuesday. I believe that was Tuesday or Wednesday. It was Wednesday. That's right. It was on Wednesday. Root canal on Wednesday. Went in. They had to put an extra... Put a temporary filling in, so I went to my, my my dentist, and she sent me to the surgeon. Then I went back to my dentist. She put a permanent one in. Then she did two fillings and a cap the next day. Like I got to play Sunday, you know. I have to, you know, we, this is a big service. And I need to play saxophone on Sunday. So God, I'm turning this over to you, right? So this morning, I, I drove in. Savannah, because I went to celebrate my, my daughter's birthday, you know, she turned 20. I don't have any more babies. That's my baby girl. She turned 20, you know, so I had to go to see her, right? Had to go see her. So, got up this morning, 3 o'clock in the morning in Savannah, hit the road about 3.30, arrived here about 7.30. My body's tired. Hadn't had any breakfast. Wasn't feeling good. Pastor laid hands on me when I came in. So as we even started to come up here, I said, God, you got to do this because I can't do it on my own. But as we begin to get in his presence, you know what? All of that stuff I just told you, you can't tell. Amen. You can't tell. You can't tell. You can't tell that, hey, that I'm sleepy. You can't tell that I'm tired. You can't tell that I had surgery this week because I'm playing the sax. We serve a God that still is in the miracle working business. Woo! He's still in the miracle working business. He's still in the miracle working business. And you know, and you know, it's been plenty of times in my life in ministry when it's time to minister, I don't feel good. But when I get on the stage, it's like Superman went into the phone booth. And I'm telling you something, the power of God just overwhelms it. It just wipes out all of the illnesses. It wipes out all of the issues. That's why we say, that's why we say, Holy Spirit, you all we want. Come on, somebody. You may be dealing with something today, but if you call on Jesus, he can move it out of the way. He can move it out of the way. He can heal your body today. Yes, he can. He can strengthen your body today. He can heal your heart today. He really wants to do that. That's why he came to set the captive free. So before we pray, and through the testimony, I got to play the sax a little bit more because God's good. This is for him. I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's been that good to me. He's been that good. So, so that's, that's, that's worship with me. I'm not here to entertain you, but I'm here to lead you into a holy of holiness.
Father, we just want to take this time to thank you for your mercies today, God. God, I thank you for doing what you did in my life this week. I thank you, God, for making ways out of no ways. Ah, oh, God, I thank you for opening doors, God. God, I thank you, God, for healing my body. God, I thank you right now, Jesus. I give your name praise for it, Jesus. And God, I just thank you for what you're doing to live in hope today. God, I thank you for the word of our testimonies that's going to cause us to overcome. It's going to cause us to be free, God. God, we thank you for, for deliverance today, God, from the word of the testimony. God, we thank you for healing today from the word of the testimony. God, we bless your name today from your word. And so, God, right now, God, we thank you for your presence that's in the place. God, it's an honor and a privilege just to worship you, God. It's an honor and a privilege, God, to bow before you, God. There's an honor and a privilege, God, to be in your presence, God. God, for you to allow us to approach you, God. God, we want to say thank you. We thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you for his righteousness, oh God. We thank you for Holy Spirit, God, who's the mediator, God, that allows us to commune with you, that allows us to talk to you, God. God, we yield the Holy Spirit's way today, God. We yield to him, oh God. Not our will be done, but your will be done. So God, we love you. God, we honor you, and we bless you in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Thank God. Yeah. And Father, we now give in this offering with joy as an act of worship in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you can be seated. Ushers, if you'd come now, we're going to receive our offering. And any children that wish to go to Children's Church, you are dismissed out that exit. Now, instead of a sermon today, we're going to have open mic sharing. So if you parents want your kids to be a part of that, you don't have to send them. But uh, we're just going to allow you, and you can begin to come up right now if you have something to share. The ABCs of sharing. Be audible, be brief, or we'll pull the mic from you. And be Christ-centered. It might be something regarding your Wednesday night class. It might be something regarding your small group. It might be something regarding whole heart advance. It might be a deliverance, a healing, a salvation, something that you've seen God do, but this is to give praise to the Lord and encourage the body. Give your name first. We'll hold the mic. Y'all begin to come up. Hello. There we go. My name is Patrick Cheek, and I wasn't planning on coming up here. I'm not a member. I'm a former youth director right down the street at Johnson Drive. But um, what that man said spoke to me today. Uh, God is not done doing miracles. I, I grew up with undiagnosed learning disabilities, and I was told I would never graduate high school without medication. And years ago, uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, so I just started asking my mentors, and they said, go to Seminary Liberty. And I was like, I'm not going to be a pastor. The first five I asked said, go to Seminary Liberty. So I went, I got a master's in arts and a full um, master's uh, of divinity with a focus on pastoral studies without taking the first pill of medication. But I tell you all that because when I left the church, I knew my time there was done. Many of y'all were on my route. Dewey, I love Dewey, Ashley, uh, Jimmy B. I know Jimmy. Uh, I asked a lot of people, where you know, where do I need to go to church? I told someone what I was looking for, but some I just said I'm looking for a new church. And the first five said living hope. And three of the five didn't even go here. <laughs> so Why not? Y'all are doing no. great things. <laughs> and so I tell you that, that I had to bury another friend for suicide this week. And my brother committed suicide three years ago. I probably had a dozen friends. I've, this past year, I've had a friend murdered and three other friends. One other just overdosed last month. And it's been rough, and it hits me hard because I battled depression for 15 years. At one point, I was on 12 medications, some of them three times a day. And when he said, 
crying out to God. I quit praying, and one night I cried out to God, and I said, God, please either take my life or provide the help I need because I can't live another day like this. The next day I ran into a woman who was asking me about my depression. We started talking, and she said, let me introduce you to this group. They're looking for somebody with doc. I said, I think it's from concussions from football, but there's nothing they can do about it. And she said, I know a group who's been looking for somebody with diagnosed concussions for five years now. It's a nonprofit. So I went and met with them. They sent me up to a clinic in Atlanta that can image for, and I had image for it, and I had moderate. They said I had the brain damage. Somebody played four years of college, about five, ten years in the pros. That was seven years ago. In two weeks, it'll be two years since I've taken my last pill of medication. Wow. Thank you, brother. Thank you. That's awesome. He's not done in the miracle business. I wasn't going to speak, brother, but. Love it. Oh, I've got the mic in my hand. <gasps> you know how this works, girl. <laughs> Hi, y'all. I'm Phyllis. I'm a, I am the ministry leader at Celebrate Recovery. And we had a miracle a few weeks ago. Uh, we have a newcomers class for newcomers that come in. And one of the guys came in. And during the newcomers class, he got born again. Yes. So it's amazing to watch God change people's lives. Um, it's just a blessing to just be a part of it. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Lee. Hallelujah. My name is Leola Jackson, and I just want to let you know that I'm a living testimony. God's been good to me. He woke me up this morning. He started me on my way, and I just want to thank him. He's been so good, so kind. Hallelujah. He healed my body when nobody else could. I went to the doctors and said, nothing that I can do, but I knew a man and he said, he said you heal. Today I'm standing at Alashanda. I'm standing before you right now. Heal. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm Holy Ghost filled and a Hayalalaha. And I'm fire baptized. I just want to let you know that God is so good. He know everything about you. Ain't nothing hid. Everything that's done has been done before. Everything that you do, God knows. So you can't run. You can't hide. Hallelujah. So you might as well say, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Take control. I'm just so happy to be here today. I just thank God for my family. I thank God for Living Hope. I thank God for Pastor Dave and all the other people. But when you see me trying to walk along or run along, I used to run along, but when I'm walking along, I'm praising God. Because he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. Hallelujah. And one more thing. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And the world, and the world can't take it away. And I'm so happy. I'm free. I'm free indeed. Hallelujah. Thank you all. Thank you all. And her daughter to go out on the streets and do that as well. Part of the outreach ministry is not just in here. <laughs> Praise God. Um, so I'd like a quick testimony. Uh, we work with students with um, in international ministries, and one of the UGA students two years ago, her name is Joanna. Um, she gave me permission to share this. She's from Taiwan. 
and she heard the gospel in our home with our um, Bible studies, and uh, we feed them dinner and have a Bible study and uh, for the first time. And she said she came there for the food. She didn't want anything to do with this Bible stuff. Well, now she had to rush back during COVID when everything was shut down. She was scared she wouldn't be able to get back home. And we've kept in touch with her. She just got baptized. Okay, so God woke me up Wednesday night to write this down, and I know why now. Um, so I had some unforgiveness in my heart, and some was there from trauma that I didn't know about. I said with my mouth that I forgive, but it needed to be deeper than that. And so as a result, um, I ended up giving the enemy a legal right to own real estate of my flesh and soul. And my mind and emotions were eaten up with anxious and prying thoughts. Well, but God. Um, recently, uh, I found out that those thoughts, um, that real estate was owned by demons. And so I began a very intimate journey with the Holy Spirit. Um, I had friends, um, my husband, my, the Holy Spirit, um, through them, cast out several demons. Um, it took the Holy Spirit to unveil all of the areas that needed to have surrender and what I needed to renounce. And then, boom, <laughs> we could cast the enemy out in Jesus' name, and they left. <laughs> It was beautiful and not scary. I didn't have demons because I was living in a sin that anyone or even I would have recognized. It wasn't because I was engaging in bad things. But God is good. He revealed and shined a light where the darkness cannot hide. And I am set free and no longer demonized. And I no longer have tons of thoughts swimming around in my head. I hear the Holy Spirit so much more clearly. And I just owe it all to Jesus. And I'm so glad that he paid for my freedom on that cross. <laughs> yeah, amen. Awesome. Jesus came to set the captives free. Jesus came to set the captives Oh, this is awesome. Actually, we came up here. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to share. And then the Holy Spirit's like, no, this is what you're going to share. So, okay. Um, <laughs> so um, I asked the Lord, how can I pray for my family about three days ago? There's just so much going on with leaving the details out. God knows. And just reaching out to others in prayer. Um, the, what was revealed, the light shone into the darkness, and what was revealed was streams of joy, hidden streams of joy. So I prayed for that on my knees, and like some chains were breaking off. It was amazing. And within 24 hours, I was like, oh, what is this hidden streams of joy for my family? And I'm sorry. <laughs> and I said, okay, Lord, break out these hidden streams of joy over my family. And then within 24 hours, I feel like I'm yelling. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, there's a fountain of joy in my family. 
you know, the Lord is he's so good. I'm just reminded today of what King David said in the Psalms. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And he said, he asked the Lord that he would be able to remain in the house of the Lord all the days of his life and, and just behold the beauty of the Lord. And I've been able to do that, but I want to tell you that I, am, I just praise God for this church. For about nine years now, I have seen God do tremendous things. I am so thankful for Pastor David and the vision and work that God gave him to start this church. And then some of us had dreams and visions, promises from God of all the great things that he was going to do here. And we've tasted of, great, of the greatness of God. We've seen numerous, numerous souls come into the kingdom. We've had healings and deliverances and restorations, everything. And I think that we're going to see even more of the glory of God. Yes. And just, and just a quick little testimony of this past week. My, my granddaughter has cancer. She's illegally my daughter. But anyway, it was going, there was going to be a day when we were going to see the, get the doctor's report and it didn't look good. But anyway, we didn't, we didn't get to see the doctor. That's scheduled for this coming week. However, that morning, I got up, and of course, there was some heaviness and a little sadness and grief about it all, even though God has been so faithful. And I never feel alone. But I picked up my phone, and the first thing I saw was a text from my sweet brother, Steve Pierce. And he said, is there anything I can pray for you today specifically? and intercede for you far. And so I don't know how to tell you this, but that was the strength I needed for the day. It was like a tangible touch of God telling me that I'm never alone with him, but that I have church family. And I am so thankful for this church. I'm so thankful that God's placed me here for the last days of my life. And I just love you all. I love my brothers and sisters in Christ. And thank you for being here. And God bless all of you. Amen. Hey, Ann, do you believe the best, best days here are yet to come? Yeah. <laughs> I'm David. I struggle with depression, general anxiety disorder, and multiple mental disorders. I went to the wholehearted dance and uh, had an awakening. Uh, God uh, set me free from some bad stuff. I'm just grateful. I've been reading about gratitude and thankfulness, and uh, it set me free from worry, anxiety, and concerns about finances, which I had no business worrying about. And God, I'm just thankful that He set me free. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Full heart. Full heart. Hello, my name is Andrew, and this is my beautiful wife, Marlene. And I've come to tell you today, since my salvation in 2002, after a major heart attack, which I died, and then I heard, saw and heard from Jesus, and I could, that I could not come home yet because my work was not finished. Since then, the Lord has blessed me and with a loving Christian wife, 
who supports me in my walk with Jesus. He has led me to Christian leaders who have blessed me with tools to break the chains of Satan, strongholds through deliverance and the courts of heaven. Since then, I have entered the courts of heaven to break chains on people whom he instructed me to do so. My wife and I both went to the courts of heaven to break the chain from us, selling our house in Phoenix, Arizona, which we had been trying to sell for three years, which we then had a buyer and sold it the very next day. We moved to Colbert, Georgia, with COVID, was following us all the way here, with states shutting down right behind us. We moved in with relatives for a while. Then we looked for our own house, and God blessed us in one day with our current home, which we believe to be a dream home that we've been dreaming about. So we are here, part of a prophetic ministry for prayer, and hope to teach others what the Lord has shown us with all his love and grace and mercy we just adore him and praise him every day. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. Tell you what. We're going we're gonna to hold y'all. Y'all are going to be the first up next round. Okay, we have two rounds of sharing. I want us to go back into some musical worship. And then round two, y'all be the first to come up. you stand with us? You stand with us in worship. I mean, all of those powerful testimonies. Amen. This is a powerful church. God's doing powerful things in this church. And there's so much more to come. The song is called, Build My Life. If you know it, stick along with it.
sought us and you loved us enough to come down and die for us. A horrible death for us. God, we fail you so much, but you are so faithful and so loving. And your mercies are new every morning, God. We thank you for that. I thank you for your miracles, God, that are still happening. Some people believe it's only what happened in the Bible. Maybe it's just a myth, but no, God, it's true. You are true. You are working constantly, God. You are moving constantly. Open our ears and our eyes and our hearts to you and what you have for us. Let us not put a limit on you. Because, God, you you blow me away. And I thank you for a family, a church family, God, that we can come together and just, just be amazed by you share what you are doing in our lives and encourage one another. We love you and we praise you. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 You can be seated. Amen. All right. Round two of sharing. Come on up and uh, give praise to God. Share what he's doing in your life. It's already been so encouraging. And you know the verse in Revelation 12, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and... Word of our testimony. Nora, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I give God my heart to go. I got no what he's done to me. I don't plan to know that I give it to him. And Jesus, he have always had his arm wrapped around Oh, yes, Lord. <laughs> I've come a long way. My mom used to sing this song. On the rough side of the mountain. I can hear her now. Lord, I know I would there. I did. But Jesus know what he was doing when he brought me into his life like this. And I realized that on them roads, them rough roads, <laughs> you can't believe <laughs> But I'm still here. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and I thank God for giving me a part of his glory to be on this earth and show, hoping I'm to showing what I need to show towards him to people. And I love to praise him. And I, <laughs> in any way possible, I'm going to throw my little hands up and stomp my little feet or wiggle my little legs. And I'm going to do it because it's for him. Nobody else. And I don't care what people say. Never have, never will. Woo! Glory be to him, because only he knows. And I know he loves me so, and I love him, Lord, with all my heart. <laughs> I know I have did wrong. He has gave me, I feel the old thing lifted off me all the way. All the way. And Jesus, I give you praise and thank you. Well, let me be a part of your life, your family. Oh, Jesus, 
It feels so good to be loved by you. Ho! Thank Thank you. My name is Dina Bringoff, and um, I have the pleasure of being married to Robert Bringoff, and I have three wonderful children. And I tell you that because um, um, since my oldest has been in eighth grade, the verse that God keeps putting over my life is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and, I, and he will make your path straight. And I say that because... Um, before Cooper was in eighth grade, Cooper was the one they were talking about. He's my oldest. Um, anyway. I used to parent from chaos, meaning I would rely on myself, what I thought God would want me to do, to be the mom that I thought my children needed. And in eighth grade, God really, we went through a lot, and God really put in my heart that I need to start parenting from peace, which was a place where, sorry, I only rely on him. And I pray constantly for wisdom because I don't know who my kids need for a parent because I have no wisdom. And I'm telling you, it has been so free. And at that time, God promised that the mistakes that I made, that he would redeem. And my oldest graduated yesterday. <laughs> and I, I knew he would graduate. It wasn't anything like that. But the man, <laughs> yeah, just so you know, we weren't worried about him academically. <laughs> but it's who's graduating the man he is That's the right. man he has become and that he has learned to follow the lord the lord wholeheartedly which is what i pray for each of my children every day is what i'm so thankful for what the lord has done i did not think that he could bring cooper to where he is today in the time that he did so if any of you wonder as parents what you should do god has the answers i promise Um, holding on to his arm because I'm nervous. I think that's why people like holding mics. Uh, so uh, we leave for Bosnia, and um, uh, about 24 hours. Um, and so, um, yeah, I think um, about two and a half years ago, uh, God got me into a recovery program. And Bosnia, of all places, uh, took him, taking me to Bosnia and stripping me down of all my little facade and accoutrements that I built up over my life here in the States. And um, he knows what he's doing. So I got involved in this recovery program, and I realized that I struggle with resentment and bitterness. Uh, this is one of my main character defects. And uh, I really appreciate Ashley just celebrating that and sharing her journal because I was sitting out there thinking, you should go up and share that. And I was like, no, you don't need to share that. And then actually shared I was like, I'm going up there. So um, here I am. But uh, yeah, I just, I think the antidote or what I've been told and I believe sometimes, but it's like this little chihuahua 
barking in my ear, you know, about all the things that your church family didn't do for you while you were here. You should be mad at them. You should be bitter. You should be resentful. You should blah, blah, blah. And it's like I'm smacking that dog away, but it's still there barking. And so I just want to get up here and testify to what the church family did do and be thankful for that because that's what the Lord provided. Um, uh, yeah, just a couple things. Uh, I just want to thank all the people that came out of the house the last two weeks. Kristen left two weeks ago. Um, somehow we thought that would be a good idea. Um, and God has sustained me through two weeks of running people to school, getting the after-school programs and celebrations and stuff. I want to thank all the people that made meals for us this week and last week. Uh, Steve... Um, Lucy, Sam, Mary Catherine, Madison, Dewey, Jonathan, Christy, Kevin, for all your help with cleaning the house. Um, I want to thank the youth leaders, um, the houses, the Brooks, Michael, Scott, Jacob, for all y'all have done, Catherine, pouring into our kids. Um, we don't have a church in Bosnia. Um, and so this, I've seen our kids like blossom and flourish, and that's been really good, and I feel like this is going to give them what they need to right up this next term. I want to thank Cooper and Tyler and Catherine for just individually pouring into our kids, one-on-ones. Uh, -on I want to thank this guy and his family, um, at, with the broader church family, but Miss um, Sharon and uh, Heather Lynn and Heather and Kevin and, and yeah, this their family for taking us in and, and making us feel like part of, part of this family uh, because we aren't here. Um, for you know, two years at a time, and coming back, sometimes I feel disconnected. And folks that brought us in, I want to thank Jonathan for leading live worship. I really miss that. We don't have that. I watch y'all on um, Facebook, but it's not the same. And I really miss this. Um, I can't breathe. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I want to thank the church for corporately, financially supporting us, and I also just want to thank the individual financial people that support us here. Y'all know who you are. I hope you do, because uh, you're giving money to us. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just want to thank you for that, and thank you for giving us what we need to do the work that God's called us to do there. And um, something Leola said and Jonathan too said, um, I'm tired. Um, I'm tired, and I feel like I can't do this work that God's called us to. And uh, both of them said this, I can't do this. And that's true. We can't. I can't. I can't do what God's called me to do. If he doesn't show up, nothing's going to get done. And I just need to hear myself say that because I'm, um, this is, this is going to be our last term for a season. And um, we're going to come back so that our kids can have a normal high school experience, or somewhat normal, I guess. But, um, yeah, we want to prioritize them. Our plan is to keep our house in Bosnia and go back in four years when they finish high school. But I think the pressure of knowing that this is our last season there just feels really weighty. And I feel a lot of that pressure, like, to make something happen, and I can't, I can't make it happen. So I need y'all to pray uh, for me in that, and pray for Kristen in that, pray for our kids in that, that we'll make the most of it, we'll show up, you know, we'll be present where we are when we're there, and when we're not there, we'll trust that the Lord is still working in the lives and hearts of the people that we minister to. So thank y'all for being a part of our lives and for helping us hold the road.
And the song says, I believe I'll testify while I have a chance, because I may not have that chance anymore. Um, and I just want to say to anybody out there that don't know, the devil is a liar. He comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. He comes to separate. He comes to divide. Um, I was listening to Jonathan, and he was saying that um, in his own strength, basically, I can't, I can't do this, and I get so weird, and I get so heavy, but when I step into the things of God or begin to minister to others, I find my strength. You can be going through a lot of stuff, and it can get real rough, and you can feel like you don't have any God in you, but it's not about that. It's about him having you in his hand. And when you begin to do the things that God ordained for you to do, like speak to others about him when you don't feel like speaking to others about him. I was um, coming out of a store, and I know I'm in my stuff, and I'm thinking about everything that's going on and going wrong with me, and why, why this, why that, God, and I'm just tired, I'm sick, all, all this stuff. And I walk, as I was sitting in my car, I look over, and this lady's looking at me, and then myself, I said, why is she looking at me? <laughs> you know, and then I get out of the car, and I go in the store, and I come out, and she steps out. She's in the car with this man, and she steps out. She said, ma'am, can you help me? She said, I'm with this man. I don't want to be with this man. This man is trying to take me back to wherever she was going. And I said, listen, I'm on my way to work. The spirit said, you're going to take her. I'm like, oh, mm, mm. But anyway, I said, hold on a second. And I go, you know, in yourself, you're like, I got my own stuff going on. How, you know, how can I help anybody when I got my own stuff going on? But these are the times, someone said to me, these are the times that God would use you the most. When you are at your lowest, where you cannot feel like you're not going to make it. He'll show you that it's not about you. It's about what Jesus did for you. So anyway, I go to my phone and I call the people I was on my way to. And I said, listen, I'm going to be about 20 minutes late. I got to do something. So I tell her, come on, get in the car with me. And I said, ride in the car. I really didn't want to talk because I was in myself. I'm doing this. But then I said, you know what? I just opened my mouth and said, listen, I've been where you've been before. I've been in places with men that I did not want to be, and they took advantage of me in situations where I had to go where they wanted me to go because I put myself in those situations. I said, I used to be a drug addict for over 20 years. I said, I know what it is to try to sell your body. I know what it is. I didn't know why I said all that stuff because she didn't look like she was getting high. But I said it anyway, and I let the Lord just pour out of me whatever he wanted to pour out of me. And she said, you know what? She said... I don't have to be ashamed anymore. She said, what it is is I couldn't, I, I didn't know whether you knew, but that's my situation. I said, I said, but you know what? God knows best. I said, I can tell you. I said, I was in places where I got high with a serial killer and didn't know I was getting high with him. Found out he was posting women up naked all over the city of Connecticut. I said, but I'm here today. And I said, I don't know why. Maybe for this moment, I'm here today to tell you that God is able. And there's nothing that you, that you can do that God won't love you for. So I just thank God for getting out of myself for that moment. And when he said that, I said, you know, I really... I, you, it convinced me. And to let you know that it is important to remain in the body of Christ. Like Steve Pierce and different people that will call you Angela, call you and just say, I'm praying today. How can I pray for you? It's not, I'm always used to falling outside of the body. But he said, fall in. Ride the currents of the people of God and they'll carry you. So if you don't have a church home, this is a church that will carry you. To the point sometimes you're like, ugh, but they still keep coming. Amen?
And that's what we need sometimes. We need people to keep coming when we want to throw our hands up and give up. But I had to say that, and I thank God for the testimony. Just walking in here and you say that. Get out of yourself and let God do what he wants to do. And then having people say, look, she pointed out, when Miss Ann pointed out Steve Pierce, and talk about, I was here, um, I think, seven years, almost seven years now. And then all that time, I have grown immensely. It is so hard to say, you know what? You can come and get fed. You can come here and get fed. You don't leave here, ever, ever leave here empty unless you decide to turn your plate over. Amen? But if your plate is up and your cup is up, you're going to leave here full. So I ask you, and I'm saying like we said in the old time, you who know the word of prayer and the words of prayer, pray my strength in the Lord. Hold on, hold on. I want just, uh, Jim, with Jimmy and his boys leaving tomorrow, um, if I could just send y'all over here to the corner, and uh, just maybe five or six people, just go and spend about five minutes, not real long, but just anybody that feels led to just go and, and have a brief prayer time over them, sending them out with the power of the Spirit, that'd be great, all right? And uh, the rest of you, you got to keep it really brief. This is awesome. We got, we got limited time. And, uh, but I want you all to share, so just keep it, keep it super brief if you can. I was going to share two. Is that not allowed? Just one? Okay. Um, my wife and I have been on a road trip, and we just got back yesterday. And uh, we've just been asking the Lord to provide um, just divine encounters, opportunities for us to be interrupted, just if there's people that we need to talk to to do that. And we definitely haven't happened on this trip. But our favorite opportunity was on Thursday. We were on our way back in Oklahoma, stopping to get gas. And um, as we were walking in, there was a, a lady, you know, flying a sign and said, you know, I need help uh, paying for gas. And so we went over and started talking to her, um, really broken English. Her husband came over, found out that they were actually Romanian refugees. Um, and so because the situation happened in Ukraine, I guess, in neighboring Romania, they had to, they had to leave. So they, they found out that they had gone to Germany and then from Germany to Mexico, and then they had crossed the border. And so as of Thursday, they had been in the States for two weeks. Um, somehow they had a van. I don't know. I didn't get the details on how they got the van, but they had a van. Uh, they were just trying to figure out how to, you know, how to stay alive, really, and kind of get on their feet. Um, his name was Florin, um, and we got an opportunity to fill their tank up and pray for them. Um, but Florin is working on getting a work permit, um, and uh, is, I think he's going through some, like, he has a lawyer to help him get a work permit so that they can hopefully, you know, support their family. I asked them what, what his plan was, and they were just planning to drive to Oklahoma City and try to figure stuff out from there. I don't have any contacts in Oklahoma City, so I just said, you know, you need to go to the churches, uh, people who love Jesus, and just ask them if they can help you. Um, but I'd love, real quick, if it would be cool, I'd love to pray for Lauren and for his family and for refugees. Y'all can just agree with me. I just want to pray real quick for him. Um, Father, I thank you so much for the opportunity that we had to meet Lauren and meet his family. Um, I just ask and pray, Father, that you would uh, provide for them. You are a provider. You are Jehovah Jireh. We thank you that that's true uh, of you. And I pray that you provide for foreign and for his family. I pray, God, that uh, whether or not they know you or not, I pray that you would you would save them in Jesus' name. That they, their entire family would come to faith in you. Um, and so that you provide for them both spiritually and physically. Um, I want to pray for them and their family. Just pray that they would be able to encounter um, Jesus-loving Christians there in Oklahoma uh, who would care for them and provide for their needs. Um, and I want to pray for all refugees, God. I pray that even for us as a church, uh, for each of us as individuals, as we're out walking, as we're out doing life, that we would be willing to be interrupted, um, that we would pay attention um, to those that we see that are in need, and we would help provide their needs and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For your glory and uh, for your name, in Jesus' name. 
Um, and then the second one was um, on the way down on the road trip, I got a speaking ticket, uh, which was not fun. And then when we were in Oklahoma, um, we were just driving and uh, one of those big 18-wheelers like flew a rock up and it, it cracked our windshield. Thank God for windshields because it probably would have killed us if the windshield wasn't there. But our, we had a cracked windshield and then I got a speed ticket. And uh, we got our tax refund like two months ago, so I have no idea how this happened. Uh, and I don't know if any of y'all have gotten this, so maybe it's not just us, but we got home last night and there was a $500 check from the Georgia Department of Revenue. So thanks Jesus, it's gonna pay for our windshield and the ticket, so that's great. All right, Jen, y'all gotta be super brief for us to get everybody in. Um, I just wanna say, um, the last eight months of being here in Athens, we moved here from South Carolina. Um, um, we were in a church in Commerce, but they moved even farther, so we kind of just stopped church um, and was doing it at home. And where the Bible says, train up your child in the way they should go, they won't depart. Well, my two daughters were riding by, and they said, Mom, if you're not going to go, you and Dad, can we at least go in there? And they came on a youth service on a Wednesday night eight months ago, and they have never left. Woo! Now, my awesome. <laughs> so I, I just want to thank God because, Ashley, when you got up here and spoke, we've done 122 foster children together. But we adopted the three that they said would never make it. They just wouldn't. My daughter, they said she was our special ed all her life. We ended up getting here through COVID and ended up in the school here where they couldn't put her back in special ed. As of eight weeks ago, um, eight weeks ago, she had a 29, a 31, a 44, and a 38 in her class to graduate and we know none of them grades are passing. She was going through so much, like Ashley said, that she didn't open the doors to that happened in different foster homes before she came. And I, I, I prayed for help, I prayed for help, because she never talks back, she's, oh, she's awesome. So I said, you're gonna have to go back up there. You said this is where God sent you. On a Wednesday night, they asked me to sign a consent for them to walk her do deliverance. And the demons that came out of my child, nobody, nobody can tell me God is not real. And this place is not equipped for, for what we're all going through when we need it. I'm going to tell you something. Once that happened, she's graduating from high school on Friday. Amen. That demon had a hold of her education past every class. Oh my God, I just thank God for living hope. And we were supposed to move back because I have no family here and that. And my husband was telling me that the pastor been texting, I wanna meet your family on a Saturday. I said, you know what? If God did it for her there at Living Hope, we stay in. <laughs> thank you. Amen. Well, hello, my name's Andrew. I'm a child of God. I spent a lot of time in my life uh, seeking for God. Um, turns out he wasn't lost. I was the one that was lost. Um, but in seeking for him, you know, I've, I've been to a lot of low places, a lot of high places. Um, I was in a lot of dark times. I've also had a lot of bright times. Um, you know, in seeking for him, I uh, experienced a lot of things of the world. And 
I, I tried to rely on my own understanding. You know, I thought I was pretty intelligent until he humbled me uh, and, and I made some stupid decisions. But um, you know, in my in my own understanding, I was like, you know, what, what do you mean? My eyes are open. You know, I believe in my heart. You know, it pumps blood. You know, um, but after spending some time with him, I'm starting to realize there's a spiritual aspect, a spiritual aspect, a spiritual heart. Um, and I had a lot of false beliefs about him, but you know, after spending time with him and really getting to know him, you know, I'm finding out that he's a, he's a lot more loving than than I thought he was. <laughs> um, you know, and all those times that I didn't think he was there, you know, he's revealing to me the times that he was there. Um, and you know. Through, through experiencing a lot of things of the world and everything, you know, there's, there's um, a wide variety of experiences that I've had, but I mean, my testimony is that being in his presence, there's a love, a peace, a satisfaction, a joy that really is so great and cannot be found anywhere else. Um, and, uh, and, it, and he just loves us and he, he just wants to spend some time with us. I will promise to keep this quick. My name is Judy Childs, and I'm here, and it's wonderful to be with this dear man and our dear pastor, because when I asked the Lord today, Lord, is there anything you want me to say at this celebration? He said, I'd love for you to share the amazing elder support that we've had, along with our dear pastor and Dee Dee and the wives. I, I can't tell you, I, I've been on staff for a uh, a minute now. My husband and I have been a part of Living Hope for eight years, and I am so honored and so privileged to be a part of such a beautiful family of believers who loves Jesus, who loves integrity and honor and the Word of God, and I am so thankful to be covered by these dear, blessed people, um, and I see elders everywhere, and I'm so thankful for you, and Pastor, and then our dear Dee Dee in the back. I, I am so blessed by you and your presence and all that you do to support our church and to cover us. So thank, thank you. you. All right, before, before we continue, hey, Jeff, we okay delaying the meal about 10 minutes? All right, okay. I hate to cut this off, so we're going to go a little over, but just hang with us. Hi, my name you'll, is you'll just be more appreciative for the meal. You'll let, let you work up a little more appetite. Uh, my name is Matea. I've been here for like six years. Um, been in the youth group for that amount of time as well. And I just want to give a, like a praise to the Holy Spirit for working through the youth ministry. And a thanks to all the youth leaders who have remained. <laughs> um, Ashley and Chelsea have played a huge role in um, leading deliverances and really teaching more about the Holy Spirit. And um, Josh and Jonathan. Josh has actually helped me in writing. We're in writing group together. Um, he's really good, so if you're a literary agent, you know, you should go talk to him. Um, and uh, Jonathan, of course, leading the youth group. Um, he's so humble and very caring about everyone there and always is thinking about everyone's feelings. Um, and I just want to speak life over y'all, because I don't care what anyone says, but God's moving in the youth group, and he's moving through these people um, who have affected my life so much. So I just want to praise God for that. Good work. Amen. 
Hi, my name's Landon. Um, I've been in the youth group for about a year. But anyways, what Andrew said to me, what Andrew said, um, really spoke to me. I've similar. Um, I gave my life to Jesus during a youth group Wednesday. Um, but sometimes I feel like he's not there, but he's actually showing me he is. And I just got to trust him through it. So, yeah. Um, I've had a couple of things over the years that have come up that I've realized that I have been out of line with the Lord on. Um, I've not looked forward to heaven the way that I knew that I needed to have an eternal perspective. And then the other thing was um, I've had a block with worship um, and singing. I've, I've just been one of those people, well, it's just music, you know, whatever, and made my excuses is kind of who, who I am. Um, but it hit me. I just need to ask God. And so um, I asked him to give me an eternal perspective and to genuinely be excited about going to heaven. And... Um, to also really love worship, and I've caught myself in the car crying um, over worship, and, and one real quick example, the kids were out of the house the other day, and I said, you know what, I'm going to get a lot of stuff done that I want to get done, and I'm going to listen to what I want to listen to, and I started listening for a little while, and I, I didn't get as much fulfillment out of my music as um, I usually do, and I just listen to things that honor the Lord, and I I felt so um, I don't know what the right word is, but so much better about how that time was spent, and um, got emotional again. I mean, it's, it's really the Lord has also given me through through that. That's what I was coming back to. Looking forward to heaven. Is I've seen several perspectives of heaven and through worship have gotten excited about going to heaven through that. So who would have known? But it just just by asking the Lord. Well I just want to thank everybody for coming to church this morning. I just want to send a special shout out to Mr. Shannon and his wife for teaching me how to be a good husband. Thank you. Brooks, I am Josh Brooks, our drummer. I'm his wife. 
Um, I am barefoot because the Lord tells me to worship barefoot, so just a weird act of obedience. Um, a couple of quick praises. Um, just this year, 2022 alone, um, God has provided for us financially um, when we didn't think that we'd have enough to last through the week. Um, a lot of that's been through our church family and um, just seeing what he's done in the youth and how he has exponentially matured them it, through the Holy Spirit has been phenomenal. Seeing him work and answer crazy, miraculous prayers in my classroom has just been mind-blowing. Um, but I felt led to share very specific um, praise and testimony. Um, I have been, I've had attacks over my life since I was in my mother's womb. Um, she was told, she had mental disorders and was told that I should be aborted. Um, and that's just been like an ongoing attack over my life um, for quite a while. And I used to struggle with suicide, um, with suicidal thoughts, with suicidal attempts. Um, and it was really hard. And then when I came into the kingdom, when I came into a relationship with Jesus, um, the thoughts mostly went away and they would, and I would put, Jesus became my refuge, but the thoughts would still come at me. Um, kind of like Jimmy was saying with the dog barking every once in a while. Um, it would just be like this voice just attacking my mind. Um, some points Josh would come in and I'd be in the closet just crying and all I could do is whisper the name Jesus um, as images and just lies about my worth um, came over me. And going through trauma therapy last year made a huge difference. And um, people like Ashley coming up alongside of me and um, my Jesus mama, Christy, coming up alongside of me um, and people just praying with me helped really helped support me in that season. And one day in trauma therapy, um, we did EMDR, so Jesus would give me visions during my trauma therapy and he brought me to um, my bathroom. In my mind, he brought me to my bathroom and um, which is where I would go when I would have these attacks. And he showed me on my knees, um, gave me a picture of my hands. And then on one side was him, was Jesus, and then my two children, and then just like endless amounts of glory behind him. And he said, this is what I have for you. And I said, I do not deserve that. I have not done anything to deserve that. And then on one side was a, like, a physical, well, not physical, so in my mind, but whatever, um, a demon. And it was the same demon whose voice would attack me constantly. Um, and it was um, very luring um, when life would get hard. Um, to just feel like this would just be so much easier. You're not worried, like, look at what you've done. You know, people, there's a stigma to suicide and suicidal thoughts and depression that those people are weak. And that is very much so not true. Um, it is very much so in an attack on the life of somebody. And I thought that Jesus would be so disappointed in me for having those thoughts, but he wasn't. And, he's, and, and I got to experience free will in that moment. Jesus said, you have a choice. You have a choice. And it wasn't a demanding choice. It wasn't like, you have a choice and you should choose me. He was, but he was offering with open hands, I have all this for you. I want to give all of this to you. You can choose that if you want to. I will still love you. And in that moment, I had to choose. And I loved him so much. And I saw the love in his eyes. And so I chose. And, he, and over the next week, it wasn't an immediate thing. It was over a week. Jesus, I don't feel worthy of that. And over the next week, 
he poured out onto me and helped me understand my worth in him and has continued to do so. And it was so cool because at the end of that week, Jesus said, you need to go to church. Pastor David's going to do a deliverance thing. And I was like, Pastor David never does stuff like that. Are you sure? <laughs> and this was last, it was last year sometime. And that Sunday, he just said, Pastor David said, I just feel the Lord telling me that people need to be set free from things. And you need to choose, like the exact words that you said played into this perfectly. And you had us go over there. And I was like, okay, I know I need to, I'm not choosing this anymore. No matter how hard life gets, I'm going to choose, like, that I am worth to continue on. And I knew that the Holy Spirit needed to come through, and you specifically prayed that. And ever since then, life is hard, and I've had moments of sadness, but never once has that come at me ever again. It is bound up in Jesus' name, and it is gone for good. These are the last two. No more can come up. It is awesome when you have to cut it off. Since my name's been mentioned twice, I felt I was called to say something this morning. It has been my joy and my privilege to pray for so many people. We first started attending the church. I got convicted and over the thing of somebody saying something. I'll say, I'll pray for you. And realizing that in this church, when that happens, you stop and you pray right then. And I've seen that happen so many times. So I'm thankful for that. But people are always thanking me for praying for them. I get so much more joy. You know, I've started using the Chick-fil-A phrase, you know, my pleasure. But it's also my, my privilege because God gives me that in doing it. I am glad that I'm called to be an intercessor. When I grow up, I want to be Miss Leola. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, Miss Ann, some of these that, that pray. And I just think it's something that people say, well, nobody's ever done that. And my question to all of you is, why not? We can all do that. So I just thank God for the opportunity. Hi, my name is Jackson Hartman. Um, I recently came to Living Hope about a year ago, and before that, I was not really, I was pretty much on the edge of abandoning my faith completely. Um, and I just want to thank Jonathan and uh, uh I just want to thank Jonathan for teaching me and showing me how much God actually loves me and how that he's never abandoned me. And I thank them for pouring into me every single day and just even Pastor David for literally just speaking the words that I needed to be able to hear on some Sundays. I also thank Josh Brooks for just being like a brother and just, I have writing group with him as well and he has some of the greatest and coolest ideas and 
has really helped me grow myself in that area as well as just helped me grow in my faith as well as letting me know that God loves me, God cares for me, and God will never abandon me. Amen, brother. Amen. All right. Well, we've, we've heard a lot about prayer, and so I want to ask our prayer team if they would uh, take your spots, please, on either side. And if you need prayer for anything, come right now. Right now, you come. Let somebody pray for you. And you can use those side rooms if you need to. But our God is an awesome God. What a great day to hear about how He's working. And He's not a respecter of persons. What you've heard up here, He can do for you. It may not be the same, but He knows your need. He knows your name. He knows the hairs on your head. And He loves you. The Holy Spirit, if you allow Him, can change your life. Let's stand together as we sing a final song.
our God. Worthy of praise. Worthy of surrender. All right. Here's how we're going to do lunch. Y'all sit down just for a second. We got a real order here. Those that have children in the children's ministry today, nursery or children's church, you can leave now. You're going to go through that door. You're going to get your food for you and your kid, kids. I'll share what you were going to share, Jonathan. Yeah. And then you're going to go. You're going to be the first to go through the line. Then you're going to go get your children. Okay? And then you're going to, we encourage you today to eat in the playground area. Okay? We've got discussion group leaders at those tables. You'll eat in the playground area because you're responsible to supervise your kids. We do not have those that are going to oversee the children during this eat time. So y'all can leave now. Anybody that has children over there, you'll get your food. You'll head over, then get your children, and then y'all eat in the playground area. Y'all have heard a lot of said today about the youth ministry, and uh, God is really moving there, but we need more people to help. So if you can help in any way in our youth ministry, Jonathan House, see me, see Ashley. Uh, We're going to make a longer appeal for that today, but we'll do that another Sunday just due to time, but just letting you know that need. Now, beginning as they go, beginning this Wednesday night, we've completed our Wednesday night classes. Beginning this Wednesday night, all the adults will be in this room. We'll have a time of musical worship. We'll have short teaching on prayer, and then we're going to do prayer through the rest of the summer. We're going to do corporate prayer in a number of different ways, but that's the format, and that's also on the back of your flyer today where there's normally sermon notes. So that begins this Wednesday. All right. I'm going to dismiss you in a minute, and I want you to look at the next slide. We are encouraging you today to eat in your geographical area where you live. Now, it's not going to be a hard and fast thing, but on each table are these locations because we have people coming from all of these locations. So find your location, then when you get your food, you're going to go out to find the table that is kind of close to where you live. And while you eat, there's going to be somebody that's going to guide you in a couple questions just so you're getting to know people around the table. So we have intentionality even in our fellowship today. But we have a wonderful meal for you. I want to thank especially Mark Benson, Jeff Peacock, everybody who had a part in getting that set up out there thank you. And for those of you that can hang around after you eat to help us uh, tear down, that would help as well. So Father, we thank you for today. We bless you for your presence. Thank you for all that you're doing. Might it just continue and accelerate. Holy Spirit, have your way in our lives. Say that right now. Holy Spirit, have your way in my life. Holy Spirit, have your way in my life. And now bless the food and the fellowship in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So you are dismissed, and immediately get your food and enjoy the meal.
I'm going this way.